Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast Besties on a Mission. I am your host Kyle and this is my co-host and my best friend Haripriya and we are your besties on a mission. We are your older sisters who read so that you don't have to. Or you can if you want to. In this episode, we will look at health for loved ones. As we discussed in great detail how we can change our perception when it comes to our health in the previous episode. One might ask why this is important. We'll explain why. How many times in past have you been worried or concerned about your loved one's health? It could be your mother, father, sisters, brothers, grandparents, or your husband or your children. There is an extra extra fear or worry or concern that comes very strongly from within when you see your loved ones having a bad health episode or are admitted in the hospital. This might seem natural and you might even be pushed to feel very helpless. In such situations, you can affirm or visualize or use any of the other techniques like the prayer technique to change the situation the other way around. Everybody experiences the loss of loved ones at some point in their lives. So did I. The unexpected death of my maternal grandmother in my recent past happened to be one of the life-defining moments in my own self-development, sort of like leveling up journey. I wish I had the tools I have currently at my disposal back then to change the outcome of these unfortunate situations. I cannot express how grateful I am for coming across this book. I certainly did not expect to find information on how to change my perception around the health of loved ones. Like we've mentioned earlier, this book is all about changing perception. I have a loved one who has been sick for so many years and it was really sad that I had accepted and she had accepted to live with it in spite of it being heartbreaking. I really wish that I had read this book years ago and implemented it. Dr. Joseph Murphy describes in great detail the power of suggestion given by someone else which is heterosuggestion has on you. He talks about a relative of his who visited a crystal gazer in India that predicted his death by the next new moon suggesting that his bad heart will be the cause of his death. This relative was susceptible to a stranger's suggestion that he actually accepted the prediction and organized his worm and guess what guys the relative did pass away from no certain cause apparently apart from believing in a stranger's occult powers i am sure all of us have heard several different stories like these in the past where someone dies or miraculously heals through strange superstitious practices as this is quite common in many many cultures like asian indian Hispanic and African traditions. The most important takeaway from the above story was the subconscious will accept any suggestion, good or bad, if you allow it to. And this happens to be the reason why an absolutely healthy, happy, robust man succumbed to his own unfortunate death just because he believed a negative idea and accepted it. So in a strange way, all of the activity which he did was preparing for his own death. that took place in his head before it ever happened in his reality and this is exactly why what you think holds the most importance ever in your life the suggestion of others in themselves have absolutely no power whatsoever over you except the power you give them through your own thoughts you have to give your mental consent you have to entertain that thought then it becomes your thought and you do the thinking remember you have the capacity to choose life 
you have the capacity to choose love and you have the capacity to choose health you and you have the power to choose so always always choose happiness you have to claim that the perfect health is the outcome for your loved ones like i said before i wish i had these tools that i know now and the mindset that i have now at my disposal before so that i could have a form for perfect health and healing for my loved ones instead of blindly believing in the diagnosis Another closely related concept that Joseph Murphy talks about in great detail is faith healing or faith healers where this healer heals other people without any real scientific understanding of the powers and forces involved he may claim that he has a special gift of healing and the sick person's blind belief in him or his powers may bring results For example, Joseph Murphy describes how a voodoo doctor in South Africa and other parts of the world may heal by incantations or touching the so-called bones of saints or anything else that may heal a person, which causes the patients to honestly believe that this is the method or this is the process to heal. This is also something I have witnessed in my culture where they believe in strange things like a statue of a certain god healing infertility issues in women. I'm sure something like this exists in all cultures to some extent. Even in European culture, Joseph Murphy describes the Swiss physician Mesmer who claimed he could cure diseases with artificial magnets and people actually believed this and went to him to be cured and actually they did experience healing. Although when he was investigated by other physicians, there was no real evidence to prove his theory. Every one of your listeners might be wondering how he was able to cure people then. The answer is quite simple. These cures were brought forth by those people themselves who actively chose to believe in these healings. It was the active imagination of the patients together with a powerful suggestion of help to their subconscious minds. This could simply be referred to as blind faith as there was no understanding in those days as to how the cures were brought forth. Any method which causes a person to move from fear and worry to faith and expectancy will result in healing. There is no magic pill that someone has to offer for all these healings. You all need to understand that the magic is in the subconscious mind. Dr Joseph Murphy talks about ancient healings and how they worked especially in the cases where modern medicine did not work but how did they do it The answer is the belief of the sick person which released the healing power resident in his subconscious mind The methods and remedies employed were definitely strange yet fantastic that must have been fired to the imagination of the patients that caused an aroused emotional state This consequently facilitated the suggestion of health and healing that was accepted by both the subconscious and the conscious mind of the people who were sick. The doctor dresses the wound, but God heals it. This is an old saying. For better understanding, an example of a psychologist or a psychiatrist can be taken. So normally, they proceed to remove the mental blocks in patients so that the healing principle may be released and the patient's health is restored. and you might have noticed or even realized now that no physician surgeon or any doctor will ever say that he healed the patient the credits are always given to a higher power for these miraculous healings through one's own will visualization techniques can be used 
We don't know how many of you have heard about mind movies. It is another version of the visualization technique. You simply have to create a movie with your health goals or fitness goals and add some motivating music to go along with it. It is basically a fun digital version of your vision board. And I'm sure it will help many of you if you commit to it. A very important instance from Joseph Murphy's experiences is the affirmative method that he chose to use on his sister who was to be operated on for the removal of gallstones in a hospital in England that was diagnosed based on hospital tests and x-ray procedures. Although the physical distance between them geographically was 6,500 miles, there is no separation in time or space in the mind within the infinite intelligence because infinite intelligence is present in its entirety at every point simultaneously he emphasized so many times in his book that he didn't pay attention to all of the circumstances or the symptoms of his sister's diagnosis instead he affirmed for her complete healing and perfect health and well-being for his sister he affirmed repeatedly several times a day and and at the end of two weeks his sister had an examination which showed a remarkable healing it can be personalized and detailed as one wants because that is what joseph murphy did where he addressed every aspect of the diagnosis or the symptom of the disease the only thing that listeners need to remember or be reminded about is that the healing intelligence of one's subconscious mind which created their body is now transforming every cell nerve tissue muscle and bone of the being according to the perfect pattern of all organs lodged in the subconscious mind we mentioned earlier about strange and ancient healing methods one of the methods which i am sure you must have heard and is in fact being used in modern medicine is the placebo effect placebo effect is the perfect example for hedero suggestion and has existed since the 18th century for those who are not familiar with this concept let us explain what it is placebo effect is when a person benefits from just the anticipation that whatever intervention is given to him will help him the placebo effect is now widely used in clinical trials to tell you the truth we kind of use the placebo effect in so many different places in our daily lives especially with kids we tell them all kinds of stories or make statements to them to make them brave or face their fears For example, if a child does not do well in his or her class and fails repeatedly and you want the child to excel, you start giving him or her suggestions such as you are very talented and you are fond of learning and you can achieve good grades. And by saying this repeatedly, the child will perform well eventually as his or her subconscious understands it as reality. And we all know that most of the kids are afraid of the dark. and i was not any different i was scared too my mother and i'm also sure other indian mothers use the placebo effect cleverly so i belong to a religious hindu family since i was scared of the dark my mother used to ask me to pray to god and smear the sacred ashes which is natively called as vibhuti across my forehead claiming that i will be protected from the dark I as a child innocently believed it and was no longer afraid of the dark and started sleeping through the night peacefully and when you think about the opposite that is also equally true which is nocebo effect where people expect for the worst possible thing to happen 
or the worst possible outcome because something negative was suggested to the subconscious mind. I'm only mentioning this to let you know that you have to be aware and cautious of this and break such habits if it has been a part of your life so far. Since humans are known to be social beings who thrive in social settings and in groups, it would be so much more uplifting when this happens in a positive context. From a wonderful supportive environment, every other human being feels stronger and better. And when you use that positively and get together in giving positive suggestions, the power of the suggestion becomes even more stronger and the results are even more powerful and quicker. We believe in doctors and physicians because we have a logical explanation as to why we should believe them. Because they have their degrees, they have years and years of experience. So you're convinced that they know their shit. So even if you don't understand your illness or the treatment or the procedure fully, you would still go to them and trust them with your life. So why not believe in the opposite, which is complete healing and 100% recovery? Now, all of this is a modern version of how humans' brain have been working to their benefit or downfall through heterosuggestion. When you really think about it, hypnosis is also primarily based on heterosuggestion. And it is an incredible practice to give really strong suggestions to your subconscious mind that would replace all limiting beliefs. There are so many people who have used hypnosis to quit smoking or to become a confident driver, or to even lose weight. As unique as this sounds, it is true, it is widely practiced, and it is very well executed since there is very little to no resistance from your conscious mind in that sleepy, drowsy, hypnotic state. The hypnotherapist succeeds in delivering favorable beliefs that serves a person in their lifetime. Since we have already described, as well as we could, about the power of heterosuggestion, you need to guard your subconscious and like literally secure it. Because if someone, an important authority figure in your life suggests anything negative towards your health, maybe awful sentences like you are too fat or you are too skinny, you have to be clear and conscious to not let this affect you. In other words, your dominant beliefs have to be positive. You should challenge the statement and question the source because it might simply be arising from their insecurities. So basically, you have to be self-aware. And that is your biggest and most useful superpower. You would be amazed at the following incident that I'm going to describe. I decided to go out for a walk in a beautiful park uh, with a lake in Nottingham one day, about a few weeks ago, when the sun was out. Because trust me, if any of you who are listening to this is from the UK, you know how precious the sun and the sunshine is to us because we barely get to experience any sun throughout the year. And I decided to carry my physical copy of the book Power of the Subconscious Mind because I was compiling my thoughts for this podcast and I thought it would be nice to do this in nature amongst birds chirping. While I was at the park, I met a 50-something-year-old middle-aged Englishman through his adorable, adorable eight-month-old English Cocker Spaniel. Since the dog was not on his leash, he sort of jumped onto my lap. And this is how I got talking to his uh, owner, this lovely stranger, who went into very painful details of how this book changed his life. I'm roughly recollecting the story, but I will try my best to express as he did. 
So he basically described an incident when he was, I don't know, he was in his late 20s or early 30s, I think, where he believed that he was able to heal his mother through the faith that he had in this book. He briefly described how she had an aneurysm and how most people who have aneurysms do not survive it and that they typically are left in a vegetative state indefinitely. So he said that while this was heartbreaking, he refused to believe all of the physical facts in front of him and he sat by her bedside at the hospital for almost three days repeatedly affirming that she is going to make a full recovery. As crazy as that sounds, that is what he did for three days straight. I mean, obviously he took breaks to like have food or water. But apart from that, he dedicated his time to like affirm against his mom's condition. And because it just came from a place of a very confident belief that she is going to pull through, that she would be okay and that everything is going to be fine. Although the rest of his family members were having a very hard time um, digesting this news, he was sort of sticking to his belief and just staying faithful to it. So... After about the third day, as he described, she awoke and literally two days after that, she was walking around the ICU and was almost completely fine. As in, she made a full recovery and that all of the nurses and the doctors who treated her were in complete shock. And almost like three or four weeks later, I don't remember exactly um, how many weeks he said, three or four weeks later, um, she was out of the hospital and that she went on to live for a few more years happily, healthily. So we got to talking about this because he saw that I was holding this book and that I was taking notes in my notepad. So he sort of felt like this was something that he could share with me. And he did. Like he went into a lot of detail and we ended up having a chat for almost 40, 45 minutes. I had a lovely time because I was able to play with a really cute dog. But at the same time, I was able to appreciate how this book has changed so many people's lives. And if he is able to change his mom's health condition and the outcome of her aneurysm, I'm sure all of us can do that for our loved ones. I have a similar story too. So one afternoon, I was traveling in train from Bruges to Brussels after visiting one of my friends. And I was sitting comfortably in my seat, lost in this book. A 30-something woman sat opposite me. I noticed her notice the book and then she passed a gentle smile to me. She said something to me in French and I meekly responded that I did not understand French, to which she responded that this book is life-changing. At that point, I had just started reading the book and I was curious to know more, so we started discussing the book and I naturally asked her how the book changed her life. Then she started sharing her life story and it was about the healing of her brother. So her brother was in a medically induced coma for six months from a car accident. The first few days, the doctors said it was impossible for him to recover since his organs were damaged badly and the doctors had given up entirely. After three months of being in coma, there was no improvement at all. The doctors did not do anything further due to his existing internal damage. The father wanted to start preparing for the funeral, but the entire time, the mother did not tear up and she was adamant that her son would return home and will live a normal life again. And the sister was sure that he'd wake up too. The brother did wake up eventually, and this time the doctor said that it was impossible for him to walk and that if he did, it would take years of recovery. To the doctor's surprise, he started walking in two months after waking up and went back to normal life in just five months of waking up. 
the brother healed without going through surgery and now has perfect health he's living his life normally and happily the mother and the sister refused to choose the doctor's advice and kept believing and praying without doubting remember i mentioned that a person came to me and said that this book was life changing in the first episode this was her life story that she shared with that day she apparently had read this book years before the accident happened and interestingly this book belonged to her brother she said that this book helped her get through difficult times as she applied the concepts from the book and therefore it was life changing for her this was really inspiring for me that is truly inspiring i am very confident that many of you may have witnessed similar situations where someone made a miraculous recovery all we suggest is that you have an open mind when you come across such incidents and other people's stories and maybe you would be surprised too subjective faith that is the subconscious faith can be delivered to you by yourself just as much it can be delivered by others to you this is the power of suggestion which we covered in the previous episodes there are a number of ways to condition your mind the way you want it to be such as auto suggestion hetero suggestion visualization prayer and meditation so far we talked about practicing these techniques in an active state however we don't necessarily have to do that we are all equally receptive when we are in the passive state and this can be done by relaxing your body and getting into a sleepy drowsy state when you are in this drowsy state you are more receptive to the subjective impression as in any impression that can be inserted in your subconscious mind this concept will be more clear with an example mentioned in the book so apparently a man was healed by a minister and that man asked joseph murphy how did he heal through a minister the minister had said that there is no such thing as disease and that matter does not exist this man at first thought his intelligence was being insulted and he protested against such a palpable absurdity the man's reaction is not out of the ordinary it is a normal reaction that you and i would have as well we would have had the same thought as the man did and it would have been hard for us to accept the absurdity but it actually worked here what happened was that he was quieted by soothing words and was told to get into a perfectly passive condition to say nothing and think of nothing for the time being his minister also became passive and affirmed quietly peacefully and constantly for about one and a half hour that this man would have perfect health peace harmony and wholeness he felt immense relief and was restored to health it is easy to see that his subjective faith had been made manifest by his passivity under treatment and the suggestions of perfect healthfulness by the ministers were conveyed to his subconscious mind the two subjective minds were then on report the minister was not handicapped by antagonist auto suggestion of the patient arising from objective doubt of power of the healer or the correctness of this theory but when he was in his drowsy sleepy state and when the conscious mind's resistance was absolutely minimal the conscious mind did not argue with the logic of this healing his mind was quieter and all of these healings were able to happen and therefore the results followed now what if your loved one was sick and you lived in some other city what one could do is pray 
it is said that the conscious mind serves you and will do the work for you and fulfill your desires or prayers as it responds to you automatically. The treatment given induces an inner realization of health and harmony in one's mentality. Along with that, your thoughts of health, vitality and perfection operate through the one universal subjective mind and set a law in motion on the subjective side of life, which manifests through their body as a healing. So in truth, your loved ones and your subconscious mind operate as one creative mind. One of the most important thing that we need our listeners to know is that in the mind principle, there is no time or space. It is the same mind that operates through your loved ones no matter where they might be. In reality, there is no absent treatment as opposed to present treatment for the universal mind is omnipresent. You do not try to send out thoughts or hold a thought. Your treatment is a conscious moment of thought. And when you become conscious of the qualities of health, well-being and relaxation, these qualities will be resurrected in the experience of your loved ones and the results will 100% follow. This is another example of absent treatment in the book. This was a listener of Joseph Murphy's radio program whose mother had a heart condition and she shared that she prayed several times a day that her mother had a remarkable recovery after a few days. And the recovery amazed the doctors as well. The conclusion arrived in at the daughter's mindset was brought forth by the creative law of mind which manifested itself to the mother's body as perfect health and harmony. When the daughter decided that the mother is experiencing perfect health and perfect healing, that was brought about in the mother's health. What the daughter felt as true about her mother was simultaneously resurrected in the experience of the mother. Learn to pray for your loved ones who may be ill. Quiet your mind and your thoughts of health, vitality and perfection operating through the one universal subjective mind will be felt and resurrected in the mind of your loved one. Before we end, we have a new task for the week and we hope you got to experience the miracle working or magic of your subconscious mind. This task is to simply not complain. Don't complain about the taste of the food. Don't complain if you get stuck in traffic or if your train or bus is late. We're sure you'll notice significant changes in your life in just one week and let us know how you felt. So guys, we are at the end of a third episode. We hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. We look forward to hearing your feedback and your reviews. And do visit our website www.bestiesonamission.com. Thank you for tuning in. See you again very soon. Bye. We are your older sisters who read so that you don't have to.